All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Chuck, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Good job, Wanya. Uh, no bag milk today, so Wanya's controlling all the buttons. Listen to that applause. Also, we are hot. Yeah, rave reviews. Hot. OG intro. We traded a migraine in for an orgasm. That was about James Neal for Lucic. It sure was. Stand James by that. Neal turned st- out to be a short orgasm. I stand by it. Yep. <laughs> that This actually does tie into something I wanted to talk about today on the show. Um, producer Aaron, who does Oilers Nation every day amongst other projects, sent me an Instagram post that is the 10 coldest takes in sports history. Wow. Like sports talk. Hey. Wow, I like oh, that. is on the board here. The coldest takes in sports history. <laughs> yeah. Crickets. Cut. Yeah, but I think You're, you have to shut it off. No, I, oh, hey, it turns it's off very at long. some point. It is oh, the cricket sorry, John. Sorry, I don't know how everything works yet. I just I'm well, on my you first were, day of the job. You so. were a tad quick on the uh, on the button pushing it. Three, two, one. You pushed I can it. See when the you names said, of all the things here. One's thinking, called scary. You think I'm going to wait to hit that? Anything your M check says is scary now. Um, so one of the takes in the top ten is from someone who is a part of our network. Come on. Oh, Frank. Nope. nope. John Scott. John Scott. Oh. So the first cold take is from Skip Bayless, who in November of 2011 said, quote, you'd better believe I'm taking Tebow over Rodgers in the last two minutes. <laughs> Great one there. Uh, Colin Coward, after the Cavs went down 3-1 to the Warriors in the NBA Finals that one year, said about LeBron, 
He reminds me of a pitcher post Tommy John surgery. He's not as impactful. He's not going to chase you down and block you from behind. They went on to win that. And the defining play was him chasing down Iguodala yeah. from behind with yeah. the block. Uh, the John Scott one was from the beginning of the season, the year Ovechkin scored 50 and the Capitals made the playoffs. John Scott said, they're going to be garbage. Ovechkin's done. I don't think he's going to touch 30 goals. <laughs> I feel like John Scott trolls everybody, though, and knows what he's doing exactly. Like when well, he, he was news, trolling us when he told us the that the Oilers yeah, oh yeah. were not going to be a top five offense last year. How's the yeah. nudes looking now, John Scott? We haven't had him on in a minute. We he said the Oilers were going to make the playoffs. Yeah. But but that was the, the, the big defining thing that came from that interview was that Yeremchuk was solid like standing his ground mm-hmm. on that we would have a top five offense in goals for, and he was like, you will not even be top 10. I was Oilers are Oilers have a lot of offense this year. Like I think most in the West, too much. yeah, most in the league, most, of, yeah, most in the league. In the NHL. Oh, okay. But their goals against is, you think Sus. it's a problem? Middle of the pack. No, no, no. <laughs> Should I hit scary? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it's a problem yet. I think it's a problem. It's a huge problem. Yeah, it's a massive Aren't problem. I think twenty third. You can't goals outscore your mistakes night in, night out. Sure you can. We try. Okay. You only need to do it twenty eight times. Counterpoint. They are winning the games that they're they are doing it right now. They're winning games where they let in three or more. They goals. arguably should not have won, even though we once again we outshot them last night either. Yeah, no, they, so my takeaway from the last two games is I saw an Oilers team who played down to their competition, right? You watched last night's game. San Jose was a shocker, honestly, obviously like three goals called back, you know, that game could have been completely different, but we played down to San Jose last night. It looked like even on the power play, they just weren't as crisp. They weren't as urgent. You know what I mean? They were trying things, but the second, the third efforts, keeping the four check going, it just wasn't there last night. But Leon DeConner in overtime two time, that was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I what? I thought oh. McDavid, I know we probably are railroading your... Uh, no, no, no. I, I was kind of done all the good ones. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Connor created a bunch of good opportunities for himself. Like he could have had five goals last night. Yes. Yeah. What do we think about? Um, I've never really seen that kind of emotion out of Connor when he missed that first. He wants 60. Man. I know, but like slamming his stick twice. That's a, that wasn't a great look. I'll let him, he can get away with anything in my books. Right. But like he, that was a lot more emotion in a negative way than I've really ever seen out of him. And then, but, but to get himself back in the position and do the exact same move yeah. and this time he absolutely buried. I know but it's like there was so like, much that's what I meant to do there was so much emotion such a range of emotion mm-hmm. in that five to six seconds in overtime awesome, man. Yeah. it was awesome Those are two of the sickest passes you'll see from Leon to did you see the stat in the second intermission where they had pulled all the players in the NHL as to who was the best passer in the league mm-hmm. and 25% of players in the NHL said it was Leon Dreisaitl really? Patrick Kane was second and I don't even remember who third was David was four was three. when he prevents uh, yeah, the puck I don't from leaving who... the zone on the ultimately on the winning goal and just like basically shuts down that coyote's life and snatches the puck off him like blind backhand pass oh, right man. up the middle Ooh. spinning oh. tape to tape but it's he, just, he, that's, he that's, had another breakaway so pass subtle. in the in was that his breakaway pass to Fogel the one to Nuge oh the one to Nuge yeah yeah and then a backhand he made a backhand cross ice pass where they just entered the zone in the third period that 
I don't think many guys ever could make it. Well, it's not even like the execution on most of them. It's like the vision of well, like on your both. backhand and like if I release this puck now, it'll go between that guy's stick, right around yeah. that guy, just miss that guy, and right on the yeah. tape of the guy coming in full speed. It's unbelievable. So yeah. stupid. It was and wild. he has a clapper like Ovi. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing, this was a topic on the live show today. Um, Connor McDavid scores that first goal coming in and banks it off Ingram, big right? Back of guy. his head? He's done purpose? it now like four times this year. <laughs> yeah, he's a big bank guy. So like OV has his spot, right? Drysidle has his spot, his signature goal. I feel like this year Connor's spot is the entire yeah, every sheet spot. of ice. He yes, has like exactly. four signature goals. Yes. There's his quick hands on the breakaway where he goes backhand four and flips it upstairs. He is now the one where he banks it in off the goalie. Five and hole. then he has the five hole when he's driving wide and does the extra push out and swings it the other way. Like Nuge Nuge uh is going low blocker. Oh, that's uh, every time. Uh, every that's time. Brand. Is that what you just it's said? All he, no. That's all. Oh, no. okay. But that's, I just, because I was looking, listening? I was looking at power play stuff because like those, that's another thing I noticed about the game was that Nuge is, it's like a lot of guys are going low blocker these days. Like it's a, it's a Buddy, very in vogue. When in stride, right low stick side, that is like documented through time. But I'm noticing it more. Well, you should be teaching your kids <laughs> to go low, low yeah, blocker because like it is, it is the secret spot. To shoot. Is that the seven hole, they say? I think it's the seven hole like under their arm or something. Yeah, okay, maybe. But Connor, like, so Connor Ingram, he, on our, like, he was getting side to side in that net really well well last night. And on the power play, because I was looking up at how many power play goals we had last night, because it seemed like we weren't as crisp on the power play. We weren't, like, some flubbing passes. Like, it was still good. Don't get me wrong. But they were absolutely flooding the front of the net. They were blocking shots. The shots were not getting through. Mm-hmm. They were filling that whole lane, and then that, and then Connor Ingram getting side to side, you know, to stop Leon's one timers at all times. Yeah. I thought they were playing really well against our power play, and we still had two goals on the power play. Arizona played hard last night. Yeah, they did. They were everything in their tank. They were buzzing. They wanted it. Yeah, like and you know. They outworked us. Uh, they just didn't have the same skill we had. But like, shout out Cl- Keller and shout out Michelli. Holy cow! That yeah. guy was noticeable. Who was Michelli. the guy that Leon Michelli. blew up in OT and took the puck off? Oh, I don't know. You remember don't know. how he we talked? Boyd, I think. Remember oh. how we talk about guys on other teams that you don't see very often, and then you like notice them for one game, and you're like, "Wow, Hyman was that guy for Toronto when he used to play him." Tonight, I'd be like, "Wow, that guy's unbelievable!" Like, and I don't really know who he is. What? How do you say his name? Michelli. He was that guy last night. I've never even he's heard good. of this player. He's, he's a rookie. Good. Yeah, he's he good. is. Is he really is good? He, he's not going to get past Baneers in the. No. Okay, he's I, from I, Italy, Chalmers. Do you think they play harder because they're in a Sweet. big, a big atmosphere like that, like a big arena, like that's packed? You know, they yes. don't get to play in front of that very often. Because well, forty-one nights, every road game, <laughs> as packed as he was. Are you telling me every single stadium right now is the same atmosphere? On the road, as the Edmonton Oilers do on a on a what was that a Wednesday okay, night at eight sure, thirty? Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. Like, I get yeah. a Wednesday night in Nashville isn't the same. Is as not the same. Edmonton, yeah. No, well, you don't know that. A Friday night, uh, a maybe Friday, a Wednesday night in Florida. A Friday night, yeah. Well, I mean, a Friday right, right now where Phoenix is playing the most often is in Western Conference teams. Are you telling me a Friday or Saturday night in LA, San Jose, like are better atmospheres than a Wednesday night in Edmonton? Brand new arena. No, I'm not telling you that. 
So I just think that like, you know, it's, it's like when it, oh, they play at Tipton arena, they're so happy to see like hot dog vendors and shit. Well, and this might be totally off base, but I think that like WHL teams play better when they come here because of the atmosphere they're in. They don't get to play yeah, in atmospheres aren't like that. that. Well attended, are they? They're well attended, like just the relatively speaking, yeah. but it just looks empty as I shit. Mean, it yeah. does look empty as shit, but like the just the atmosphere, just like walking through the hallways of an arena like mm. that, like it's big league shit. It's big league shit, and it. that'll that'll get you where you need it's to like be to play hockey. The Riverhawks or the New York Yankees or whatever that league called, the Savannah Bananas. Well, you see where the well, you don't <laughs> Do you like got, them, Chalmers. I think they're I for think, the kids. I, I think it. they're interesting. Kids. I think it's adult. an interesting thing. Yeah, but I also think the Wiggles are stupid, but they're good for kids. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're just the Harlem think, Globetrotters. Yeah, I think the yeah. Portland Pickles have like they're are they the same, the same league, thing. They're in the same league as the Ray Riverhawks. Do you they see have it? A, with the name? They have banana Savannah banana and potential. The yeah, they do. Can you imagine if you're like a conservative ball player kid who's always wanted to play in the bigs, and you end up on the Savannah banana, and you're just like. They're like, you I'm get to working. wear this clown nose. Yeah, but the clown, they probably do okay, I bet. Well, it's a fun game. Like, yeah. The atmosphere is didn't, way better than the rest of the team. Didn't Netflix, Netflix, ball. Didn't Netflix buy a documentary yeah. for that? Yeah, they do. Because they're not in a league, right? Like, it's just some dude who's like, I have a great idea. And Harlem, a ball diamond. <laughs> yeah. Harlem Globetrotters. What about Riverhawks becoming the Savannah Bananas of the... What league do they One play in? One guy goes WCBL. first and does a trick. Drums? Yeah, it's collegiate. What is it called, DJ? I think it's the WCBL. Western no, that's what that's when the prospects league. played in. I don't know. Is Aaron out there? Aaron would know. He works for them. What about? I have a uh, hat. I should know. Oh, <laughs> Aaron did say that if we just pick a date in the summer, we can do the Oilers Nation Home Run Derby. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Metal yes. bats. Yes. Metal yes. bats. Yes. Kay. Yes. We get yes. To use, and golf balls. Yes. Uh, what? No. <laughs> the only way you're getting it out of there is with a metal bat and a golf ball. No, I will. I, I'm gonna. I, I gotta the see. Buddy, you hold I up. I gotta see. I gotta <laughs> see where I can take it. You I think gotta practice. You could hit a wood bat home run. No. In next field. No. I, I'm requesting an aluminum bat. Yeah. Okay. Aluminum bat. Yeah. yeah. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Ooh, even then, I don't think you're getting one out. Man, I gotta try. I. I just, I just gotta try. That's all. I don't even think. Have I, you stood I, I at home? Have you stood at home plate? And look, it's far. It's far, man. But I've hit a softball really fucking far. I know you have. I was on those <laughs> and teams. That's a softball. Sorry, we I was second do home run. Low pitch. No, I. It's got to be thrown at me at least 50, 60 miles an hour. I think you are grossly underestimating how difficult it will be for you to hit 50. I just got to hit one. So here's my question because you're right. Pages. 50 yeah, or, I, do, I know. I got to 50 I or 60. Out. 50 or 60 um, is about what. Our kids are throwing like the U13s are throwing yeah. uh, right now, and they. I wouldn't put one in front of you at in a, in, a, in a place like that just because in case the the risk of it coming back at them. Well, put a, but, we'll get a, a pitcher's net. Right? Have you thrown behind a pitcher's net in a while? It's very hard. It's very because yeah, I throw BP to my to the kids, and if I'm throwing like twenty balls to each kid. It, it it's it's difficult to stay behind it to not let that bar get in your vision yeah, oh yeah. to toss it around so that you stay behind the thing it's not as easy as it looks no, I, yeah yeah so i'm wondering how we get it to you at 50 or 60 in a Eric spot Sabrowski. where you can yeah get him yeah, here like his like his super 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 change up I remember when my dad used I think to throw. Fee, yeah, I think Fee needs some velocity. Yeah, probably. Like, I, I can't go. Like, maybe I, just fifty. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm telling you right now, man. I went to the batting cages with the kids, and they we set the machine to fifty two. Yeah, and 
Dude, Gotta hit the batting cage. It takes like five swings to get to yeah, figure well, out that. Fuck, good thing it's BP, man. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just, and and then when you do get a hold of a few, you can tell that they're good, but it's not easy. <laughs> like no. it's just not. Yeah, as hit easy. the batting cage. We're gonna train. Yeah, I you need to work for this. At like a nice forty, maybe forty. I don't know. I just thrown out a number. I haven't. Uh, I've only been hitting softballs. And you got to tuck it in. And those the were just lobbed oh, to you. Oh, I got a hard down the line. I am yeah. not going center field. You are I, not. Yeah. I am well aware. Did you guys see Ken Griffey Jr. taking BP? Oh, it's silky smooth. Buddy, that is the greatest looking swing I've ever seen. It is so natural. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah. It could be the logo. Like the MLB logo could be him. Oh, yeah. But would it be the follow through or the straight, the standing up straight? Because he stands up very straight. Mm-hmm. And then when he follows through, it's so wide. That's like a really big, long swing, right? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. WCB, have we talked about that? Oh, well, that was actually on my list. So, World Baseball I love Classic. Otani, as much as I love Ekholm. I, there is, I watched <laughs> you one. You have a jersey. I watched one yeah, inning. Both, of both. Of the WBC. One inning. I was not that into it. That night? Being honest. And it's that night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got yeah. the alert on my phone, passed and tweeted, like, uh, Otani coming out. It's for happening. Japan. Yeah, and I was like, Fuck yeah. What a script though. You like, I don't know if the teams design that, but Otani obviously doesn't come out of the bullpen. So putting him in the ninth is like new for him, but obviously he can do it because he's the best in the world. How good is he? But like for the drama, for him to be up third in the yep. top of the ninth. And there was a walk and then a double play from Mookie Betts. Yeah. To like set it all up too. Yeah. It's and, like if Wayne Gretzky had a shootout goal to win the Stanley Cup against Grant Fuhrer. Okay, weird. And there's somehow, that's what? Nope, sorry, sorry. It'd be uh, like Olympic David. gold, Olympic okay. gold, and somehow it's like Gretzky and, say, Grand Fear in this instance is from Sweden. Do you know? It's Canada-Sweden final. It's Didn't, McDavid one-on-one -on -one with Vasilevsky, Olympic gold on the line. Yeah, but yes. they're not teammates. But that's do you, the thing. I was oh, trying, yeah, trying to make yeah, the teammates. So do you know connection. what, yeah, do you know the, the, the analogy that they made on, like, sports that was, it's like if Connor McDavid was going... On a breakaway against Connor McDavid in pads. I was like, oh, really? Oh, my God. Like, think it through here. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. But I saw someone tweet there, like, man, Otani versus Trout. Can you imagine how good a team would be if they played together? And it was like, Ugh. But, <laughs> like, he goes 100, 100. He's slide, he slider, but he gets him to a full count. Throws that one in the dirt because he tried to make him chase it. But... When he got the full count, I mean, I'm telling you, we were all sitting there, and it was one of the most exciting pitches. Oh, it's such a good pitch. Yeah. It broke, like there's that 1 to 80 scale or whatever, and it was an 81 out of 80. I don't know it what was the like, scale is. It's, it like measures based on break. How much a slider? Expected hit yeah. percentage, all that, blah, blah, blah. And that slider, like the break velocity and location was like, basically there's an impossible to hit. No one could hit it. Crazy. Neither Mike Trout. Yeah. That was something. Um, and then Connor McDavid was asked about it and brought up, you know, kind of how brutal it is that hockey can't figure out it's always like to best. try to shoot on himself and pass. we talked yeah. about this like two weeks ago best on best and how much like remember when we talked about the canada cup coming back was that here i feel like every single my, one of my conversations just like i don't mixes think that it. was here i've been i want a like a best well connor and you i love podcast chalmers what the fuck is going on what are you just describing when? another podcast? Are you on a bar? No, you on a bar no. Podcast conversations that I have with people are on a bar stool podcast. You remember no. your other life? No, no. You're confusing a text conversation with a don't you podcast think, friend. Wanya, don't you think that Connor McDavid, that his mindset, other than honestly getting a Stanley Cup, because that's all he says, and he won't say it, 
He won't say Stanley Cup. Have I've you never noticed? heard him say the word. They keep asking about his goals, and he keeps talking about winning games and going far, but he will never say the goal is to win a Stanley Cup. He never not, says not. it. He just really wants a Western Conference title. He's like, yeah, oh, totally. He no, no, no. Yeah. I know it is. What he really I just wants think, is a I think he's a little super accolades. Yeah. I, I'm taking it for. as him being superstitious. I don't know why he doesn't say it, but he'll never. He doesn't say it. But a best on best tournament in the NH in in hockey is something that we haven't seen in a long time. 2016. Yeah. How embarrassing the Golden Goal, Sidney Crosby, right? <laughs> I don't even know what that what, was. 2016. What was 2016? That was the World 2010 Cup. Olympics. World, World Cup. Hockey. Remember when they had the young North American team, which was so exciting? Yeah. Because it was like McDavid, Nuge, McDavid, Matthews. It was insane. Seven years ago, you guys. Do you know how much stuff has happened in seven years? Connor McDavid is in his eighth season in the NHL. And if you look up Connor McDavid, Team Canada, you can only find pictures of him from Junior with a bubble Canada jersey with a cage. He's just got to go play world champ. Well, the thing is, if he but, does see Bruns, he never go to world There's nothing I want more. We talk, I, I was talking about a Canada Cup with somebody else and how they used to do that tournament and how much fun it was. And the fact that we don't have anything like that, it bugs me. There's no rush. A lot. Well, and we got screwed at the Olympics last year. The Olympics yeah, we did. was a chance. John Shannon went on a big rant about how it's because there's no Russians. They can't but do who be- better to be leading the charge than Connor McDavid but on no this Russians. best on best? You can't have these tournaments. Oh, I'm getting real sick of the NHL using Russians as a cop out for everything. They can say everything. Blackhawks players aren't wearing pride jerseys. Well, it's because of the Russians. Of the Russians. Fanatics oh. jersey deal. Russians. Yeah. Oh, we can't do best on best because of the Russians. Just don't put them there. Just play without them, or play with them and say you're the. Bad guys. Do you know how many countries... Make them wear those uniforms from... uh, Do you know how many countries would not be in the World Baseball Classic if they started to morale police everything like that? Well, there's morale police. There's a lot of countries out there. There's morale police, then there's active active war zone. Yes, yes. It's not like they're like, hey, you're in the World Baseball Championship. They were already banned for steroids on the bad boy list. Then they went to war. You say we're following the double IHF and we're not allowing Belarusian and Russian players to play. Yeah. And then if Ovi is upset about it, then that's too bad, big guy. Yeah. Or you could do what the Olympics did and call them the NHLers of Russia, and they don't get to play with the flag on or anything, and they just have to like <laughs> That'll teach them. play with all black and white <laughs> yeah. jerseys. I don't know. But it, the point is, I think the NHL uses it as is using it as a bit of an excuse. This is the same league that in a matter of a couple months... They could have done it three years ago. In a couple of months, they put together an entire bubble format with all of their teams, more or less, in the middle of a pandemic in Edmonton. And you're telling me you can't do a two-week tournament in Toronto next fall? What is Gary Bettman's reason? He wants to keep the rights. Like, they doesn't want to have NHL players playing in non-NHL games. Is that the thing? I think like that's, the, that's the bone of contention, like Olympics yeah. and stuff. And it's the, too, it's right? insurance. Yeah, it's insurance. Who, insurance. Who's paying the players' insurance? Yeah. I don't and know. Who's paying Geico? The like, but the World Cup, NHL gets the revenue. It's an oh, NHL tournament. Oh, Suddenly, oh. insurance isn't that much of an issue. Yeah, it goes away yeah. miraculously. <laughs> what I have, I've heard, like, just speaking of insurance, I hear keywords and I don't know why I go off on this stuff, but they said that Edwin Diaz and Jose Altuve, their injuries in the World Baseball Classic were insured. Yeah. Against their contracts. Most I would are. like to know what that looks like. Like, what does that mean? The team gets that money back from the insurer? That yeah. was the thing with the Jays. So they were talking about how Hunjin Ryu had Tommy John last year. Right. And the Jays had his contract, like, almost fully insured. So if he misses, and he will miss, like, two-thirds of this next season, the Jays are going to get, like, 16 million bucks back. 
I wonder how the insurer calculates the risk on that. Like, you're talking about Edwin Diaz. I don't know what he makes, but I'm going to guess well, it's in the tens of millions. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about because, uh, like, you know, you, you know that when a when a golf course has a tournament and they have a hole in one, yeah, and it's a twenty thousand dollar prize. I mean, you could say it's a fifty thousand dollar prize. It doesn't matter. All that you're paying is the premium to the insurance company that's going like to insure that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like two hundred bucks because the calculated risk in getting a hole in one is very low, right? But if you but, did a tournament where you're like, oh, by the way, we have like fifteen pros coming to this exactly. tournament, exactly, and the par three is this, the insurance company might go, huh? Exactly. We're going to charge you X, which in baseball, I'm sure it's similar to like Jose Altuve. Okay, does he have an injury past? What position does he play? Because pitchers, I'm sure, is just Well, is there insurance? Like, is there even additional insurance needed because it's an NHL event? Or does, uh, because it's an NHL event, do they even, like, because the whole thing is like the NHL is protecting the owners. If someone goes, gets hurt in the Olympics, that hurts the owners. But the owners are getting a piece of the pie of the world. That's the exact same. They don't get that's the exact. That's the exact same thing as as the WBC MLB. It's an MLB tournament. Yeah, and so they're getting the money. And so, like as much as Edwin Diaz not being there for the Mets hurts their owners, they're making money off the WBC. Do they pay so though? So the MLB pays every player in the WBC. It's an MLB sanctioned event. It's so an, are yeah. they paying people? You get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah so they get they get paid to play by but, Major League Baseball. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I guess. So could we just mimic? That? I guess. I guess if you were to could say we the MLB, the I think. We, I think. I think. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, can we just this, cover the tab so we can all watch our favorite but, players but play I, each other? I, I think it's a moot <laughs> yeah. point. Like, if, if, exactly. if all the revenue, the if if all the revenue, like, so like the owners are protected because they're getting a piece yeah. of the event. You can make money off Connor playing Ovi in Canada, right? right? So like. Is it? Is it? A, I, I think the insurance thing's only in like non NHL events. It's an issue. Yeah, correct. Yeah, but not even like I mean McDavid on the same team as Crosby would be so great. Oh, but like we're getting robbed of that every second. We are. The other thing too, like man, I would love to hitch on to the Team Germany bandwagon and watching Leon and Stutzla upset Sweden or something. Like they get hammered by Canada nine nothing. Yeah, Boy. whatever. Um, <laughs> well, most cider. We're just getting robbed of so many great potential moments in I the know. NHL. It's got to be in the works. It's not, though. I don't though. think it is. It is not. They already said they won't get done in 2024. They're like, logistically, we can't plan one for 2024. So that means 2025 is so the earliest. you're about the bubble, like, of course you could. Exactly. It's because you've been told to drag your feet by the powers of B. Well, Connor, when you're done winning that thing that you won't say this season, that's got to be mission number one. This season? During the summer. Oh, I don't. I, buddy, the way that I feel about this, spring is sprung outside. I just crushed a beer. I am 100% thinking that the is the oldest year. Like, I, there's no doubt about it. Ooh, mama. There is no Hold doubt on. about it. The excitement. Yes. Two games that we should not have won, that we won, that we played down. You know what? Next games are going to be so easy. They're going to pick it back up. Ten games left in the season. Hit your stride. Ready the right time. Put the lightning in the bottle for the next ten games. Mm-hmm. Like this. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get it in there. And shove it in there. Two fingers. And let's get fucking rolling. <laughs> and let's have a great spring. I want to be sitting with the sun shining watching playoff hockey in the middle yes. of spring. You want to have the doctor's appointment that you have been denied. That I have been denied with two fingers shoving the lightning in the bottle. <laughs> You're not actually going to bleep that, are you? I, I might sound funnier if I do, so I might. Oh, okay. Uh, you're wearing flip-flops today. I am. Spring is sprung. Yeah. Just look at it outside. You're in. I, it gets me, It makes me want to just sit and drink beer outside. It's all, all right. it does. You can feel it in the... It's so like... Spring is such a magical feeling. 
You know, like, because the days get a little bit longer and you're like, oh my God, it's seven o'clock and it's still bright out. This is crazy. And like, you walk outside and you're not freezing and you're not even wearing a jacket and you just, it just overtakes you. Yeah. And all you can think about is hitting a patio. That's like, it. that's it. That's it. That's all I want. I want to hit a driving range. I want to watch. Oh, I want yeah. to come in. I want to come in. Yesterday. I got a Here? I got a memory on my phone on March 21st, 2021. I was at a driving range, so it's about that time. I yeah. So my favorite things about spring are playing like nine or eighteen, depending on what golf courses are open. Strolling right in to the spike bar and having ourselves a pint, something to eat, and watching a playoff game. It's great. Yeah, it's it good. is my favorite time of year, man. Yeah, it's, it's the good. best. That's good. Walking around in sandals and it's just there's no snow. Obviously, there's like, still a little bit of snow. Near no, the no, no. Lot. But it's near the okay. parking lot. There's not just so much that the fact that it's melting creates puddles everywhere. There's a lot of dry pass. So you got to find dry pass. Though, is the best day of the spring because you're like yeah. I'm back, bitches. Oh yeah. I just uh, the thaw of spring is annoying, but like it does, like everything else is just so awesome. Uh, I am a first year homeowner, Chris Chalmers. Yes, you are. And a lot of snow in my backyard. Yep. Things are melting. What should I be looking for? What should you be looking for? Yeah, like I'm okay. kind of, I'm nervous. It's an older house. Yeah. Okay. So are we talking about like, what, like to make sure that your, your, your lot is graded well enough that all of the snow yeah, will be running that, off. And like, you know, like I noticed there were some ice buildups by some of my gutters. Is that a concern? So, yeah. I mean, the fact is, is like, we're in a weird time right now where it gets warm enough during the day to start melting but cold enough at night for that to freeze. It was yeah. like minus 11 overnight and plus 11. Yeah. It went yesterday. up like eight degrees in four hours or something yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Oh, so wow. the things you got to monitor, I mean, one of them uh, a frozen up, a frozen up eaves trough. It's not going to create a flood. Okay. It's just not. I mean, that kind of thing is not a big deal. You want to make sure that the water is obviously wicking away from your house. But if you go into your basement on a day like today at around seven, eight o'clock at night, that's when if you want to actually see if your if your finished basement yeah. is taking on water anywhere, the places that it's going to happen the most is going to be around the windows. It's going to be on the perimeter. So if you actually think that the water's not wicking away from your house, go walk the perimeter of your basement. If got you feel got any moisture, because the very first sign of water coming into your house will be that it will go down the wall on the inside and it will hit the floor. It will then start to run along the wall Mm-hmm. Until it builds up enough where it comes onto the carpeted area, and that's where you'll start to get like. And listen, this is the spring season right now. Where if you didn't take your hose bib off, like a <laughs> Chalmers Construction Corner, if you didn't take your hose bib Chalmers, off you when you were to, supposed you to, told people to do it three falls ago. Yes, but if you didn't, this is when you are going to get up burnt big time. Because McGee. if you start to use your hose bib right now, mm-hmm. the first time you use it if there is a, a leak and and your and your hose actually did freeze up you will not be able to see it you could run your hose you could be a f- pressure you could wash your car in the driveway and the whole time it's leaking into your basement so uh, my suggestion would be to if you think that you might have this problem go to your hose bibs turn them on go into the basement immediately and stand there just listen. My basement's haunted. Can I do this from outside? Yes, you can. You have to be in the basement. Yeah. And if you really think you're handy enough, they put what we call like a hose bib loop on the actual hose bib, which is very long. And that is a big loop of the PEX pipe that the water comes in. It's pliable. This can- house is old, so they're made of lead. 
Yeah, you're not getting that. You're not getting that. Okay. But you will hear the leak, and it will happen quickly. Like, if you turn your, your water hose bib on outside, and you start to wash your car, and you do it for 25 minutes, that whole time, even when you aren't using the hose, it's still getting into your basement. Every time Chalmers does one of these, what I get from it is this. A really long story that's very complicated, and I'm probably fucked. Okay, so let me simplify it. Let me simplify it. But I know that I'm probably fucked. Before, if you think that for any reason you might have left your hose on and it might have frozen. This shit happens to people all the live long day. All the time. Like right now, Uh, if I was a restoration company, an insurance company, my phone would start to ring and and would be ringing for the next three weeks of people who have flooded their basements and need it to be remediated and then need to have their basements refixed. Like are redone because of the flood. So if you think that you have this problem, You're it's a very fucked. simple fact. Don't have a hose on there. Just run your hose bib outside, run downstairs, and just listen. What does hose bib mean? The hose bib is the actual tap on the outside oh, the of the house. Okay. But they call it hose bibs. Okay. Okay. It's not your fault. The, the hose tap. What do you terms? call it? I don't know. Don't touch it. <laughs> the thing your stay away from there. The thing that your hose, um, hose connects to the tap. Yeah, the tap, the tap. Okay, Run I thought the bib was on the inside of the tap. I thought the bib connected to the tap on the outside. No. Okay. No. I disconnected my hose because you said this to us. So did yeah. I. I now like really pay attention. Before I don't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, but this you, it's it's very easy if you if you go downstairs into your basement and you can hear water that doesn't sound like it's just outside but it's actually inside, then shut it off. Call a plumber <laughs> immediately. Mm-hmm. If Call Chalmers. If you can't call Chalmers, but you can call Plumber. Yeah, call me too. If you can't tell that it is, it doesn't sound different, just literally stand right below it, put your foot up against the wall on the carpet, and if you start to feel water, that's immediately where you're going to see it. Turn it off. You know you need to get it fixed. Yeah. But as for just like rain runoff and like snow, there's, I saw guys today as I was driving out of neighborhoods that I'm doing work on, people shoveling the snow from their grass Onto their driveway so that it will melt faster. Yeah. Like. A little extreme? A little extreme. What about me? I've been shoveling snow into my window wells all winter. That's, yeah, that's really bad. That's you pile it up. Yeah. Smart. Are you serious? It's smart. It's smart. dug down so I can yeah. put more in. Exactly. You're joking. You pack okay. it down. You pack it down. Yeah. It's smart. You're yeah. ready for this. I because haven't seen out my windows in months. In an, old, in an old house like that, it's so compact in the window well. A window well is designed to keep water away from your window, yeah. obviously. Mm. But if you... If water does get into your window well in like a really hard rain, what's supposed to be in there is like a, a drain. It's a weeping tile on new houses. Yeah, yeah. Where it goes right down into the sump pump, gets it rid of it. But if it builds up in your in your in your um, window well, then it will start to come in the window. Like window basement windows aren't completely sealed to the point where they won't allow window like yeah. water to get in there. Here's what I do: water finds a way. I fill up all the bathtubs in Wanya Manor with water. Right. And then when I need water, I go to the basement bathtub and I draw from there. And then I go to the second floor one and I get a pail and then I go down the basement and fill it up. Then I go up to the third floor uh-huh. and get a pail of water there, put it in the second floor. Your whole day is just moving. And you're, then the outside, an more or less, I'm going up and down with pails of water all day long. But then if like the something bad happens, I have three bo- full bathtubs of water to draw from during the apocalypse. Every house has their fun things that you got to do. Hey, like. You can do your best. That to was great. a fictional scenario. <laughs> oh, that was. None of that was real. Good. But I do know that if you, you, there's going to be a nuclear blast, you're supposed to fill your uh, bathtubs up so you can draw water if there's like chaos. 
Aren't you supposed to sit in the tub to avoid the radiation? That's a tornado. Um, Do we have to take a break? Come on, son. Why, you want to go get some <laughs> oh, more yeah, booze? Chalmers don't you, get a drink. <laughs> I got to go pick up Chalmers, my... Chalmers, you're eight minutes late for your two o'clock yeah, ride. Yeah, and the ice is melting. Right. Well, we'll step aside for a quick ad then. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, we're back. Chalmers went downstairs and, uh, and got a drink. And, I did. And all of you listeners listened to a nice advertisement in that span. And now I'm going to tell you about, you know, it goes good with a, with a drink. South Island Pie Company. Mm. Meat pie. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Donair one. Donair and cheese. It's all good. South Island Pie. The old-fashioned, man. Hey, the Donair ones are great, but the old-fashioned. bourbon in it? Yep. Uh, bourbon gravy, I believe. Oh, I love it. Nation 15 is your promo. Oh, Nation 20 is your promo code to get you 20% off. Don't use Nation 15. Use Nation 20. Gets you 20% off, courtesy of friends of South Island Pie Co. Saw Jamie at the party we had the other day. He was sure was there. And he was having a good time, just like everyone else was. So shout out to South Island Pie Co. Mm. Uh, if you like delicious things. Yeah, that is. There was, damn, what was the other thing I had? We talked about best on best. I did my freezing cold take thing. Oh, uh, Wanya, do you want to talk about the new thing you're doing? Oh, the new pod? Yeah, I figured we should talk about that. Mm, not, not yet. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> the mystery builds up. <laughs> was that for real? Well, he sent me the description of it. I was like, really? Hmm. I don't know. I am working on a new pod. Well, now I'm curious. I want to have a new podcast. Okay. I want to talk about stuff. About no. technical stuff, business no, stuff, yeah. technology stuff. The same as this. Elon. Slightly more. Yeah. NASA. Stupid shit. Warren Buffett. Memes. Hip-hop. Yeah. Whose side are you on? Crypto? Cardi B. No. No. Vanderpump rules. Vanderpump rules. Well, we'll see. Whatever shows we're into. So we're working on it. We're getting there. We have a logo. 
mm-hmm. we have a description. Mm-hmm. Ramtrek called it OG. Slightly offensive. Do you have a name? Wanye's is that slightly world? offensive? Wanye what? Wanye's world, like Wayne's room. Uh, what do you want to workshop? That I thought my description for. I felt it was the logo makes limiting. itself. <laughs> Are you gonna have like a theme song that's kind of like Wayne's World? One if this world. thing went for another hour, yeah, that would be the show, right? It's just me, and it was just you, and it's just me and Rick and Rick, which is an interesting duo for people who listen to both this pod and ONR. Well, Rick and I have plans. Mm-hmm. We want to interview live Oilers mm-hmm. by any genes necessary. We're gonna. <laughs> what get, do you mean live Oilers? Like we want to talk to Oilers of today, Gorilla style. Remember when I got Evander Kane? Yep, that. But me being there, because I couldn't go that day, but, like, not the start showcase guys, like the bottom six dudes. Like, I really want to talk to Clem Costin. Yeah. Guys like that. Well, that's but fun. it's hard. It is hard. Because the OEG are jerks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to have to befriend every single one of them somehow and go from there. It'll be fun. My description was the OG of Oilers Nation is starting his own podcast. Yeah. I thought that was, like, a very fitting description. And then I said... Uh, die hard it's a podcast die hard nation citizens will appreciate there you go and i think they will that's nice so anyways look for i wonder that. if some people don't know what og stands for original gangster well i know that oh old goat oh he the goat he the goat, he you the goat. another one the other day i say that to myself at least once a it's day outrageous how people are doing but it. in your like he the <laughs> goat I'll just be like doing something. I'll be playing fucking video games and do something like he'd go. God, man. I see like this guy who played for the Milwaukee Bucks had a seven point quarter and someone in the comments, he'd a goat of all time. I was watching Full Swing on Netflix and uh, the Thiegala guy was signing an autograph for a kid at the Waste Management Open. And he goes, man, you were so good last weekend. You were the goat. Yeah. And I was like, no, <laughs> stop it. Wow, they the, just throw it around they these do, days. Man. Well, because the issue is, and this has the happened- goats. I'm sure you guys have the same thing as well, but like you use a word ironically because you're like, ah, it's so fun to make fun of saying this word. And then it starts actually slipping into your vocabulary. And I feel like I'm now not like months. saying, yeah, that's the shit. Yeah. So like, I'm going to start being like, oh man, I tried this new beer, man. It's the fucking goat. Like I can feel in a couple of weeks that is going to start. You actually don't mean it. And I don't mean it, but I'll just say it because it's, it's in my head. So then what's Ooh, the new goat? goat? I don't like Gucci. <laughs> I don't like saying that either. No, I don't ever say it. But when I hear people say it, it's I go, thing, hey. no. yeah. Hundy. We should have like Chalmers, you're obviously, yeah, because you coach youth baseball around kids of that demographic a lot. Yeah. We should have like a weekly language report. Oh, oh yeah. Or you we could us, do that. Tell us the shit they're saying. Man, I can't remember any name off the top of my head, but I can remember looking at them being like, God damn, you say that now? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, I'll bring it up. I will. Well, my team's going to be made on Friday. I'm going to know whether or not Logan made it or not. My younger son still disappointed me playing soccer. It's a whole thing. That's fine. Is um, it? Are you, are you not coaching? Coaching baseball? Yeah. That's an interesting question because I will if he makes the team. So ah. there's 21 kids trying out for 12 spots. Yeah. If he makes the team... I will assist and coach, but I need him to make it on merit. I do not want to say that I will assist and coach mm-hmm. so that he makes the team. I'm strongly against that. And I've been working very hard to yeah. make that not the optics of it because I don't like that. Like I really, really dislike that mm-hmm. a lot. And so if he has to go back to house league, that is fine by me. I want him to make it on his merit alone. Yeah. And so 
I watched him at the tryouts for two of them, and I didn't go for two of them just because a little separation. Just, mm-hmm. um, I think you had a but he looked practice. great. I mean, he looked great. So, yeah, I really hope so. So, if he makes it, I'm just, uh, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. Kids' sports are very interesting that way because yeah. you're nervous. I am nervous. I'm honestly nervous because he's, 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 if he's not in the top half, which I think he is, like he's right on the bubble, right? Like he's, yeah, he's in there. I believe he's between eight to 12 on that team. Yeah. But let's just say this is arbitrary evaluators that come in and they clock like exit velocity on bats. They, they clock your, um, your velocity on Different your pitches. Yeah. They, they, they look at the accuracy of your pitches. And then there's only one of four tryouts, one hour each. There's only one tryout where it's live baseball. Wow. The rest is metrics. It's crazy. So we're talking about kids being separated. A, like there is at that age too, a big gap in like baseball sense in a way, like knowing exactly. what to do in game situations, how like, okay, you can clock awareness. How, it's you awareness. Can clock how someone runs first to third. You can't clock if they make dumbass decisions on when they go first to third. Exactly. That's why. Yeah. So I'm just, I, I'm very, I'm very much sitting back and, 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 to take a, a saying from the Houston Rockets, I'm trusting the process right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to trust the process. Mm-hmm. Let it go through its thing. And if I'm there, I'm there. Um, with the U11 team, like I told you, I was named the head coach of it because you can pretty much tell who's going to make the team. God, that was a flex. Well, I was. I was named my head coach was of the U11 team. team the my my the son was, he was, he was going to make the team. There was no doubt in anybody's mind that he was, and then he mm-hmm. quit. So Classic. am I coaching baseball this year? I don't know, man. I might be golfing five times a week. Hey, I don't know. In my first year of uh, midget ball, I played double A. Yeah. Second year, should have been a shoe. And my dad was an assistant coach that first year because I made the team. And they got a new coach for that second year. And my dad kind of like went to him and was like, hey, like for tryouts, I can come help throw BP, hit grounders the kids. And the coach was like, nope, I'm good. No favorites. And it was like understaffed. Too. Like, there was not a lot of people there. And then he cut me. As, oh. like a, as a returning player. <laughs> and I was same thing. Like, I wasn't, like, the best. But I was 8 to 12. And he, like, sent my dad an email being like, I measured and Tyler was the worst kid at tryouts. And I was like, well, that really? I measured. Yeah. I was well, like, well, that's impossible because I played on the team last year. And so there was do you think, was on his phone. Do you think time. Papa Uremchuk had anything to do with that? You're worse than him, apparently. I think that coach, and I no names, but I think that coach just didn't like me or my dad. And that is why. Oh, Ross is a good guy. Because I was, that's like, an everyday why, that player is that is the year. one. That is, in my mind... This is the one thing that, that um, outside evaluators are good for. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of negatives to outside evaluators because to to them you're just a number. Yeah, you're just a you, you know you're just a kid that can run. I was good in the room. <laughs> yeah, good room guy. Yeah. Uh, although I will say that was like the best thing for me because yeah. I got a job that summer, started making money. Good. Uh, golfed way more that summer, yep. and then I played on the house league team was sick it was is awesome it, i pitched every game i wouldn't have pitched an inning in double a it was awesome is it weird that like i was thinking both kids would just play double a and i'd be like but that i don't maybe if he doesn't make it we could just all golf all the time and they could become man not it, having to practice like four days a week my nephew the one that goes to western illinois yeah. that has a scholarship in golf this is the age that is he, he is really oh dude yeah he's a leather leatherneck they're called the western illinois leathernecks he's living the college dream man 18 years old he got a scholarship um, they are I would have killed to live I would have done life. anything 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 it. and anything coach he's doing it anything. and he really started taking it seriously at the age that my son Logan is at right now is my oldest good, do you think he's got potential my son Logan yeah uh 
Yeah, I mean, he's done Operation 36, which is a very cool program for kids. Yeah, I like that. Uh, His dad is a good golfer. It doesn't fall far. What age uh, can you start Operation 36? Oh, seven. Crawford, six. Yeah, six six or seven. Uh, No, five. Five is the earliest you can. And it's awesome. Just the best. And so, I don't know, there's a part of me that just is like, you know what, son? Let's go down this road. Diversify yourself. What's that? Diversify yourself a little. See if you exactly. Really I'm teaching Juan A. Jr. the accordion. <laughs> that is... So he, has a, so he can be like a Weird Al. Good to have an instrument. <laughs> yeah. It's classy. I've, I never learned how to play an instrument. Have you guys heard no? Weird Al Yankovic's song, Fat, recently? Not recently, but I'm aware of it. It was on the radio the other day, and I was like... Are you sure it wasn't the original Michael Jackson version? No, fat? it was definitely fat. Interesting. You heard it on the radio? It was definitely the on the radio. In serious radio, mm, there's no, no way Canadian broadcasting lets that play on the radio. Where the hell were we? Is this the other no, podcast we were you were on, Chalmers? <laughs> no, no, we were in a car, and I was, and my kids were in the car. It was my wife's car, and she just has radio. And okay. we, and I was like, you guys, and they were listening to the song, and they were laughing, and I was like, this is. This song would not be made today, even though I think this is hilarious. Like it's. Oh no! It would not be made. Today. It would not be made today. New. No. Go back and listen to it. It's I remember the video. He just blows up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's great though. Yeah. Michael Jackson is the like he would never let anyone license his music, and he let Weird Al use Bad. He I think it was it's great. incredible. <laughs> oh my god. There's a movie coming out about him. Harry Potter plays Weird Al. We should make up parody songs. Isn't it already out? It's out or is it's it? been out for a while. Yeah, really? We'll see it. Yeah. Now I got ads for it on my Roku TV all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, I missed it. Was it any good? I didn't watch it. Just nice. saw the ads and was like, yeah, I'm good. But uh, yeah, Thomas, you write the first two lines of that song. Your butt is wide. Well, mine is too. Just watch your mouth or I'll sit on you. <laughs> if you said that now to a crew of people, they would have to all call the police. Yikes. Terrible. Oh, man. So what else is new? What else are we doing? What else are we thinking? Who's God, who summertime. Why don't you go to a patio? <laughs> Just go to a patio. Yeah. Dog pad. People are sitting on dog pads. There was I, when I when I drove up here. I was 50-50 on whether or not I was going to get a pint, and I saw a dude just crushing one mm. on the patio. Oh, I love patio season at dog patch. Yeah, it is the best. A few times, yeah. Last summer when we'd finish up the pods, just go yeah, sit just out there, have a quick sit one. down. Yeah, twenty five degrees outside. Although it's usually fucking slammed. Yeah, like, there'd be times we'd want to go sit out there, and there's no room. We got to go for the ten a.m. pint. Table. Very counterproductive. Just run down and put your jacket on the table like you're coming right back. All day. Huh. Park my truck and block off some tables. Yeah. And get in there somehow. Leave a hat and say, don't touch. <laughs> Reserved. Reserved. Sits there all day. I'm sure everyone would be totally fine with that. So next Oilers game, big one. It's Hockey massive, Night in Canada. Massive. Massive, massive, so massive game I, against the Golden Knights. I was looking at our schedule, and it's not necessarily who we're playing. It is the frequency for which we are playing that is a little bit annoying. Really? They play a lot in short in short order. Yeah, but every team kind of does now. And they do there's still a couple times there where you can get two days off. Um, Not see. very much. They go so, they go on a run here. Two day off break here. Then they play three and four. Yeah, I guess they play four and six. Five oh, is that back to backs there? No, they have a day off, right? Yeah. Five and six, six and eight, then two days, then two days, then two days. Yeah, but that's six and eight stretch. I'm yeah, not worried about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knights, six and eight Kings, Ducks, Kings, and it's, Ducks, and Sharks. it's also good teams. <laughs> so what, yeah. what's going to happen is we're probably <laughs> we're going to be tired playing the shitty teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be the delicious debate tomorrow on Oilers Nation Radio. Uh, but what night do you think they clinch their magic number? Uh, 
with the Flames, I think, is the outer marker, according to Matt Iwanek. Ducks on the fifth? What? Ducks on the fifth? Is that possible? Hopefully before that. Like, they need seven wins just on their own to clinch. So, but like, oh yeah, but seven, like, but like, doesn't Vegas win help? Or? Ducks on the fifth, oh, yeah, yeah. I could see Ducks on the fifth because let's say you can take maybe Kings on the fourth. You win th- if you win three of the next four, you'd be thrilled. That'd be a fourth win. We're talking about, yeah, we're talking about games so, in April. So, one, so reali- reality, you probably only need five. Come on, wins. it's playoff time, I'm ready, clinch, right? The other two, this the other is two yeah. will dry kinda... speculation. The other thing, I was chatting with Liam about this before Owen every day, but last year it felt like a real grind to get to the playoffs. I remember like the last 10, 15 games of the season feeling like they were taking forever. I was like, just get me to playoff hockey, get me to meaningful hockey. Maybe it's McDavid doing what he's doing, but I, I feel like... McSeveny watch. Yeah, McSeveny watch. I, I actually think playoffs are kind of creeping up. How many up goals is he going to score? Have we played this game of late? I don't know. Well, I think he finishes with 70 on the nose. He'll get it. They'll play him in the last They've game at San Jose. nine games left. What did Timu score the year he did the duck hunting? 72. Gun? Or do they have 10 games left? 10 games. He needs 10 and 10. 10 and 10. It's, it is complete. 72, yeah, 72. Or 73. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe 72. Uh, is yeah. there a mark you want him to reach? Like, obviously, every- 70. Like, if he hits 70. 70, like, that is, in this era of NHL, is fucking insane. He'd go. He'd, he would be. Wow. Yes. This is when you bring out goat yes, talk. He'd, not he'd because fucking some clown had was dash two in November he, against fucking Because his shooting guard on the Bucks had four threes and a half. He'd like, a goat. Like <laughs> said, and, and he's probably he's going to be well north of 150 points at that point. Because what's he at right now? Oh, he's almost at one. I will tell you. Bring out the goat talk. 138. 138. So he's almost 20 at 140. points in 10 games would put him at 158. Damn, and he could very easily do that because he has been on a tear as of late. So far in the month of March, which we know is traditionally a very productive month for Connor, he has 23 points in 11 games. Only two other players have hit the 20-point mark this month. It's his teammate, Leon Dreisettle, and fucking Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller hot. Clayton Keller is a hot guy. He's a hot guy. He's a hot guy. Do you yeah. know what button that is? Uh, he'd have to scroll through a couple pages, I think. Nope. So <laughs> big. What's his mute? Oh, That's close. Team. Pretty good. Yeah. What? He's a hot guy. That He's one. He's a hot guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a hot guy. There, there it you is. Go. So, <laughs> well done. so hard. Can he score 10 goals in 10 games? Yes. Absolutely. Because he, I again, there's two against the Sharks, two against the Ducks, one against the Yotes. I think he's probably locked in for six or seven in those games alone. Yeah. Put some respect. Put some respect on my name. How many is Boucher? We sh- this is 10 games out. Uh, this should be when we look at our preseason predictions and see how much work we have to to oh, get there. Dylan Holloway needs to get a lot of points. Yeah, for, I saw I, he's playing for the Condors tonight. I had Bouchard getting we're, twenty. We're, we're technically Kucherovicum, him, are we? Who? Hella Holloway. We can't. We don't have room to bring him up. Yeah, I think so. But he'll just skate in Bakersfield till the playoffs. Um, what did you want to talk about, Charles? No, I'm just saying, like the the beginning of the year oh. predictions. Yeah, because well, I had Bouchard getting twenty goals, and he's not close. He's I don't four. think. He has and he four. Got, and he got three of them in like a four-game stretch too. Malcolm <laughs> Chalmers' uh, take isn't in that cold take. Yeah, it should be. It should be. I mean, we I had also, Holloway at forty-five points. All of us had Holloway between like forty and fifty-five points. Yeah, yeah I, I looked at the graphic. All of us Next had Pul Yarvi at like twenty points or Ooh. twenty goals. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, maybe you didn't, but I think you still had him at like thirteen. Did you think it was off. it was fitting that Carlson was absolutely dominating us in that San Jose game, game? Of course, and. That Connor scored that goal to win, or sorry, not Connor. That Darnell scored the goal to beat him. 
Like it was him on the back check and he wasn't giving it his all. Yeah, he's, helping out, he's helping out his next team. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think now that I've seen the impact Ekholm's had, I'm kind of like, you don't need to go get Carlson this summer. Ekholm is so good. That dude is a pivot king. The way he skates the best. and oh, then pivots. And turns and on a dime. Turns on a dime for a big man. Like he, the beard, your guys is Viking beard man, or what did you call him? Viking beard lord? That's my new thing I'm working Viking on. Viking beard lord. What do you think? I like it. Okay. I like it. Market research it's a lot. There's a lot there. A lot of words. Yeah. Oh. Chalmers. Okay, so our Nation Street team, which is a new thing, they go shoot some content outside of the rink and things like that. Um, they had a question yesterday with their mini mic that they were asking Oilers fans, if you played all 82 games with McDavid and Dreisaitl, power play time included, how many points would you end the year with? Oh, I'd have like 40. There were some people who were like, I'd be a point a game. Like, yeah, why like, not? I was talking to Spencer, our marketing guy. He's going to be on the ice. Operation, get the puck to McDavid. But it's basically like they'd be have playing every shift shorthanded for the whole season. Yep, oh, yeah. Pretty much. Big time. I don't think you would crack 10. Why do you have to be I don't think Jay would hit a home run at Remax. So I guess we I all don't. Think don't he will. I know what we're talking for about. God's sakes. Oh, man. I got to put some respect on my lift name. Some weights and I, hit a bad Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I think you would get out there and you'd be so mesmerized by how fast it was in the first game. You'd quit. Yeah, you'd be like, you know what? Not <laughs> I'm not it. doing this. But if Imagine getting hit once. Are we allowed to get hit? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're just a player. So <sighs> you don't, you're so on the zero. IR by season, Okay, so by zero. Four. I, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you take somebody that didn't play college, didn't play yeah, junior, no just but played like dream, high though. midget or something. One can dream. It's zero. Zero points? Zero. See, and I yeah. think, again, if you're giving me the whole 82-game season, at some point on the power play, I just... Oh, you're on the power play? Yeah, yeah. At some point on the power oh, yeah, play, you said you're, every... you're just lucking into some second oh, yeah, assists, Yeah, some right? goes off your ass. Not even off your ass. I'm thinking, like, they ice the puck, and so you're, you're assuming just you're going to have the puck. You're the guy who goes back and going gets it first. Going off your like, ass? That means you have to be in front of the net. You're, you're assuming it. you're going to go back and get it and keep it. No, I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to get it. No, no, but like (laughs) I took a cross check from Johnny beer league the other day and it hurt for two weeks. You think I'm going to be in front of the net for one to go off my ass in the NHL? Not a chance on the nude spot on the other half wall, but like pinned against the half wall. not getting anywhere close. I'll be in the Jack Campbell spot on the bench. Yes. Are you going to try to get Yamamoto on your new podcast? No, I have to start at the very, very bottom and work my way up. Yeah, yeah. And make sure. Okay, so here's my question: Who's the very, very bottom right now on this team? No, I don't mean that they're like lesser than. If you play one minute for the Oilers, you're a legend, right? I just mean that like you have to find people who aren't like. Who has played the least amount of time for the Edmonton Oilers this season so far? Reed Is Uh, it? No, no, no. But in a regular season game. It's uh, Reed. What are you saying? The least. Uh, who has played the least amount of time Hamlin? for the Edmonton Oilers this season? Ooh, Hamlin. This will be a fun game, actually, because I can find this really quick. Hamlin. Uh, Hamlin wouldn't surprise me. Bishop. Yeah. Who do you think? The E Bug. Who do you think? <laughs> what was his name oh, again? Dennis. There it is. <laughs> Matt Berlin. No, but okay, oh, not Berlin. him. No, why did not, I say no, Dennis? No, but not him. A player. Player. Matt Berlin. What do you think is the lowest amount of time on ice for a skater in the entire NHL this year? Thirteen seconds. Shane, Shane Bowers played one game and played one minute and 46 seconds for the but you're still in the league right? oh yeah you got a paycheck so uh, when I say I have to start at the bottom I don't mean the bottom of earth no 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 I get it I mean like among the pantheon of legends who's like not scared of pissing people off like Evander Kane coming on Ethan Morrow <laughs> no no current day oh 
Uh, so right now, Connor McDavid has played the most minutes on the Oilers, 1,638 minutes. He's been on the ice for this year. Dead last is Tyler Benson at 12 minutes and 34 oh, seconds. Whoa. And the gap between him and second last is not close. Who's second last? Brad Malone, 76-52. I was thinking Brad Malone. And then Hamblin at 88, and then it's uh, Big Jugs, Bukestad. That is a huge upset. Benson was supposed to be... I had high hopes for him this year, actually. What do we think? Remember when people were like, they didn't protect him from Seattle. What the hell? And Seattle was like, yeah, no, we're good. Well, they, yeah. Who'd they, who'd they end up taking? No one. Larson. Yeah, but they signed him. Oh, yeah, and, they took And him. they used it as their pick. Yeah, which is so weird, but yeah. Yeah, well, thank weird you. way to do business, but whatever. Could add Benson, too. What's the weekend plans hold for you guys? What are you doing this weekend, Wanye? It all depends. Wanye Jr.'s ill. Oh, yikes. So we're all over the road. All right. We'll see what's That's going on. Hard dead end. If all right, Jared, go, what are you doing this weekend? Causing drama. Uh, what am I doing this weekend? Come on, fun stuff. Look at it well, outside. What are you doing? What are you doing Saturday for the game? Uh, my wife and kids are going to Calgary uh-huh. on Saturday morning. Oh, so you want to... To wanna... hang out with friends of ours, which but I have to just stay here and I have to take care of a few things because next week we are out of town. So I'm going to actually miss the podcast on Tuesday, on Monday and... Nope, Monday I'll be here, but Thursday I will not. Okay, that's fine. Going skiing. Glad I was sitting down for wow. that. Oh, shut up. I've been in. Do you know how many times I've been here? <laughs> this is like, you. I'm on a streak right now. I'm basically Cal Ripken right now. Chalmers you're is on, on this podcast. Yeah, you're dude. You're Brad Malone. Oh, no, you're Tyler Benson. No. Of Time on Ice. No. Sam Malone. Title of the podcast, Chalmers is either Cal Ripken or Tyler Benson. <laughs> yeah. Well, where's Bag it. Milk? What's he got to do today? Anyways. Uh, but seriously, yeah, no, I, I'm not doing much. I'm going to, I'm going to stay here. I got to take just, it's springtime. So there's some stuff around the house, but on Sunday, on Saturday let's night go, for the game, let's, let's go, go do play, something. Let's go play the Sims on Saturday. Uh, done. I've book been it. doing, it's not booking. I'll I've, book it right now. I've Ooh. been doing uh one hour of golf simulating a week just by myself. Okay. Yeah, I called it my, I call it my mental health hour. I just go. How does one in, do that? I put in my AirPods. There's one like that is literally 30 seconds from my house. Oh, nice. Well, so, if we end up having to go down to Calgary, mm-hmm. uh, we'll go to that launch pad place. Oh yeah. Sick. Uh, my plans this weekend, Chalmers, I have beer league hockey Saturday at nine o'clock. Worst start for a beer league game. You know, not the worst. Really? You're done by, well, you know what? You don't play in the same league we do. Mm. We play at... The casino in the West End. The River Creek. The River Creek. Okay, we can say it. I don't know. Sometimes you guys make me feel weird about that. Not a sponsor, yeah. So. Working on it. We play there. Nine o'clock, you go. 10.30, you're in tap 25. You're having a pint. And you're having some nachos. For me, my beer league team, we take it somewhat seriously. Well, and come on. we every team makes the playoffs. We've been swept. That sounds like a serious <laughs> yeah, beer league. Well, really like, serious. You, know, you just get seated, right? First two get a Do you buy. get a medal for not winning anything too? We've been swept. We've been a team for three years. We've been swept in the best of three every year. We've never won a game. Last year, we got shut out. Back-to-back games. Didn't score a goal in the playoffs. And we lost game one of our series. So Now you got Coombe, a stalwart defenseman. I know. But it's actually... And he was mad the other day when we lost. Okay, JR. They are all open. Okay. Both trackmans. On Saturday. Okay. What time is the game? 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock. So we're thinking last two? 6 o'clock? Let's do it. Because we want to watch the game after, right? Yep. Yep. Sounds like you guys are going to have a fun night. We just I, made plans. I, I That's also, how easy I it is. I also need some rest, uh, so I'm looking forward to early bedtime on Friday. Like, hosting the Germans and also juggling work in early mornings was crazy last week. But uh, very fun at the same time. Don't feel the fatigue until it's over. Mm-hmm. 
So Friday, I'm getting a good night's sleep. Yeah. Hopefully. They made it home fine and everything's all good. They had a good time, eh? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, no, they had a great time. They came, they saw, they conquered. Just the commitment to come all the way from Germany to Canada. Oh, they love it. For a full week, three games. They love it. Four games because the three in person, one on TV at the party. And then they got to see four wins. Yep. Big shout out to our friends at AMA Travel as well who uh, were just so great setting that whole thing up for us. We're talking about doing some fun summer stuff, too. Stay they tuned. May? They may? Maybe golf-related? I I, I did I did put that on the table for something to do in, like, July, August. Yeah, yeah. Fun summer stuff. Maybe some fun spring activities with our friends at AMA Travel. Check them out. AMATravel.ca. Yes. Mm, hell yeah. That is what I like to hear. Almost time. Less than a month until the playoffs. Probably yeah. we need a few like exactly three weeks from today. Is we're playing start. for some stuff right now, and that's why these games are more meaningful. We're like yeah. last year, we were just so hot the last two months. Yeah, that like it was already kind of like determined where we we're gonna like we weren't gonna catch Calgary, but we were gonna be like right up there. Right now, it's like shit. We gotta get past LA. We gotta try to. We might have a shot depending how Vegas finishes uh, to take over the Pacific. But like, if you look at their last ten. Like we're eight zero and two or something. Eight two and zero. We're eight two and zero. Yeah, and they're LA's like eight. Like they all have eight wins. They're the three since the trade deadline. They're the three best teams in the NHL. I think. Motherfucker, and they have to be in our division. I know. And above us, Pacific Division is actually good. It's quite something. Oh right now. man! So these Vegas games are huge. huge. <laughs> if we want any, this chance. is the best time of year, boys. Ten it minutes is. left in the season. Posturing, getting ready for the playoffs. I don't. Cowboy Chris is. Ten games away from showing his uh, face. I've been. I've already been planting the seed oh, in yeah. the office Game of days, Cowboy, Cowboy Chris. Chris. I cannot wait. I cannot wait, man. I don't know if you're not feeling the excitement right now. You are a dead man. <laughs> you must have no pulse. W, WGC right now. World Dell Golf Championships are happening. Mm. The only match play format, which is dead after this year. Did you know that? Oh, is it? Oh. Not happening again. Wow. Oh, whatever. It makes just the Ryder Cup much better. And the Masters is next weekend. No, it is two the weekend. weekend after the fourth, like the sixth to ninth. Oh, two. It's okay. Yeah. So three two weeks. From Chalmers tomorrow. mentioned he. Chalmers mentioned he's going skiing in a week. Where are you going skiing? Oh, I'll tell you where he's oh. going skiing. He's going to Jasper because they're yep. still skiing with warmer temperatures. Drinks on the patio. You know Chalmers is oh. going to be doing Hell that. Oh, yeah. The escape card's still available. If you want half-price lift tickets, conditions are still great. There's even more sun out in Jasper now. It is awesome. With summer just around the corner, like you were talking about, golf course opens May 31st. Lakes are starting to thaw. It's a oh, good no, time. It it's a, a nice good time. little stretch of time out with our friends at Tourism Jasper. I will tell you, though, Marmot in April is awesome elite oh it's so good skiing your t-shirt yeah it's gonna be fun and that that mid-mountain chalet you hang outside on the patio you got the fire going oh i get to wear my toy jacket like a tiger in that thing i don't like wearing the big parkas man it's too much too restricting i can't take sick jumps get a foot of air and make it feel like like, how do you store your you know the flask goes in my pocket ski pants are still big yeah, that's you never change those out. But I'm going to even wear this little tight number. That's yeah, probably all you need. That's probably all I need. Yeah. Hell yeah. All well, right. Well, you guys have a great weekend lined up, so you enjoy that. Yep. You Free enjoy it. show Saturday. Don't forget about it. Short for Giant Game Day show. Yes. Yes. I'm going to be coming in hot for that one. I have a 9 a.m. meeting. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. But we're not doing the show till noon, right? Yeah. yeah okay, that's perfect. what time it starts every day. I like being involved in the 
show prep for their show. Ah. On any other show? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's the only time we talk about the show. weekend plans on the show. So. Good point. It's yeah. called real life, Tyler. If it you're, is called real life. I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I got a straight buzz around me about this city right now. And like you the, got fi- the fever, don't you? I just got the you fever, got man. I don't, fever, don't you? Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back on Monday. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.